Hello everybody, my name's Darren and I write a blog called The Demon's Voice, which about movies and shit like that. Uh, it's at demonsvoice.blogspot.com. I'm also on Twitter, at demonsvoice, of which you should definitely follow me because why the fuck not? Hope you've all had a good week. Mine's been shit as usual. Not much to report, I'm afraid. I did hear somebody describe heaven as being in a cloud, which made me think about our actual digital cloud, you know, where we save all our fucking data. And then I was thinking about how one day in the future we'll all upload our personalities onto the computer, and that when we die we'll probably store those online personalities on the cloud so we can live forever. So essentially science is making heaven a, a like, you know, possibility. And then I was thinking about who would be God in this scenario, and I figured it's whoever creates this cloud, who you know, the Bill Gates or the Mark Zuckerberg of the future and then they would have more access to what goes on in this digital heaven than us we'd just be stored on you know ourselves would be stored there and then i was thinking about how everything on in our real world is controlled by things online whether it be traffic lights or air traffic or whatever and that if there's a conscious self in this heaven this this cloud heaven thing then they would probably be in charge of all that stuff because they would be in the internet like fucking ultron and so they would become an actual real god in this digital heaven in which we sort of store our digital souls and uh yeah just i haven't been out in a while it's been like a day since i had an actual conversation with somebody and so this is what happens when i'm left to my own devices they probably make you, like, just thinking about it now, they'd be like an Alexa in everybody's house that you have to fucking pray to, and it hears your prayers, and if you don't pray enough to it, then you don't get to save your digital self there. Anyway, I probably shouldn't say any more, because this will be used as evidence against me getting into digital heaven one day. So, I'll just talk about Ready or Not, which is a horror film that I saw recently. Uh, I'll talk about it now, and you can listen. Cheers! Weddings are a funny old thing when you think about them. On the off chance that your loved one ever finds out that you're a shitty person, that a marriage is just a contract that will make it harder for them to fucking leave. It's exactly the same as taking a hostage, but if you decided to play the long game instead of doing the honest thing of simply bursting out of a van and throwing a sack over their fucking head. Ready or not, it's the latest film to deal with a marriage that goes instantly wrong when the bride's wedding night turns out to be a little more hardcore than she'd anticipated. For most people... This would probably involve finding out that your partner has a big old swinging cock where you'd previously hoped to find an undrawn set of beef curtains. Ugh. That's a horrible sentence to say. But in the case of Ready or Not, the bride finds herself running around a large mansion whilst her new husband's family attempt to kill her with axes, crossbows, and shotguns. Still, it could be worse. During medieval times, it was a Scottish tradition for the bride and groom to have sex right after the vows, as both of their entire families would stand around and watch them. If I have to endure an embarrassing scenario in which my family witness how I deal with a gaping axe wound, I'd probably prefer it to be because I've just been fucking murdered, if I'm honest. In Ready or Not, the bride's new family specifically want to kill her during a pretty brutal game of hide-and-seek. The worst I thought that game could get is when you're hiding in a small cupboard and you allow such a shitty-smelling fart that you have to decide to either give yourself up or be found dead a week later having fucking gassed yourself. But... It's a family tradition with these people that each newly married couple must play a game on their wedding night, and where the fuck would marriage be without tradition? Abolished is the answer. Abolished and replaced by common fucking sense. The family in this movie is super rich too, by the way. They made their money selling board games, which is why they insist on playing one whenever a new person enters their family. A card is chosen at random as to which game will be played, with only hide-and-seek being the one that involves killing the new member. I don't know why that's the case, to be honest. Possibly because if she picked out Monopoly, then the odds would be that the entire fucking family would end up killing each other anyway. 
I played Monopoly once in which a male friend landed on another male friend's hotel, and in panic stated, I'm sure we can come up with some arrangement. He claims that he meant he'd pay him back in instalments, but we all know that he was only one bad chance card away from offering up fucking blowjobs. Although, an even worse game to pick would be Girls in Love. Do you know that one? Because despite its name, it's pretty fucking hardcore. I know this has nothing to do with the film at this point, but fuck it, I'm going to tell you about it anyway. So, Girls in Love is a game designed for young girls that asks mostly innocent questions, but there are a few in there that get fucking bleaker the older you are. One such question asks, what's the worst thing that you've ever experienced? Except, to make matters worse, the game will usually work out so that somebody has to guess what that might be for you. So, when you're about 8 years old, your friends might have to guess, was the worst thing that you've ever experienced the day that your pet cat died? But when you get to about fucking 30, it's more like, uh, was it the day that your wife left you for your own father and then convinced your children to start referring to you as their fucking uncle? There's another question too which asks, what feature do you hate most about yourself? So you literally have to go around the table and point out people's physical flaws to gain a point. Best case scenario is that you reinforce their current insecurities, with the worst being that you throw a few more in for good fucking measure. I was explaining this to somebody who'd never heard of the game once, in which I said that you actually have to ask people if they think they're fat or they have a big nose. To which he replied, Did you pick those two because you can see that I'm fat and I have a big nose? I then told my friends that had already played the game about this exchange to demonstrate that it's so dangerous that simply explaining the rules can offend people, to which their response was, Well, so you remembered that he thinks he's fat and I think I've got a big nose then. Total fucking chaos. Anyway, so the bride of Ready or Not picks the hide-and-seek card, meaning that she has to hide whilst oblivious to the fact that her new family are about to tool up and hunt her the fuck down. She's also oblivious to the fact that she could have picked the fucking Girls in Love card, I guess. The reasons that the family have to hunt her down if she picks this card are explained as the film goes on, but I don't think they're that important, really. Do you remember a few years ago that Blumhouse produced a film called Truth or Dare? It was a film that was so fucking boring that it dared you not to fall asleep, whilst the truth was that a fucking coma was more likely. But the two films share a similarity in that they're both horror films that have been adapted from some well-known parlour-type games. Are they parlour games? I don't fucking know. When I was a kid, my family would just take me to the pub and we'd play the game of Read Your Magazine and let us get fucking drunk. You get the truth and dare and hide and seek are kind of similar thing, yeah? The difference, however, is that the film, Truth or Dare, ditched the rules of its central concept pretty quickly and started making shit up as it went along. Truth or Dare is a game exclusively played by perverts and gossip whores, and so the very fact that the film didn't end with the cast naked and offended is proof of how it deviated from its core idea. But, ready or not, fucking zips along at 100 miles an hour before finding itself at its natural and brilliant conclusion. The only real plot hole that I could find with the movie is in the opening setup in which the bride agrees to play a board game with her groom's family on her wedding night. Tradition or not, I think I take a leaf from Olympus Has Fallen's Mike Banning and suggest that instead we play a game of fuck off with them going first. The two of the movies that Radio Not has a similar vibe to are Game Night and You're Next. Game Night because it's obviously about a game that has actual consequences, and also because it's really fucking funny. You're Next because despite being the victim in this situation, the bride of the film turns out to be kind of a badass. She's no Lara Croft, but at the very least she's able to cope with the fact that everybody's trying to kill her to remain reasonably calm and still think rationally. I guess this film is kind of like a really hardcore episode of Don't Tell the Bride. She's also not as wealthy as her new family, and so I suppose there's also a Downton Abbey vibe going on, in that a load of rich people are in about their mansion without giving a single solitary shit about the feelings of the poor. In fact, there is quite a lot of satirical jabs at how out of touch the rich are here, with most of the groom's family being complete fuck-ups. One of them is constantly off her tits on coke, and the other spends most of the film watching YouTube tutorials on how to use his crossbow. 
Obviously, I'm not suggesting the poorer people all know how to use crossbows, but rather that I suspect our bigger concern would be in the murder we're casually being asked to commit. How they have acquired their wealth also appears to be as a result of some pretty shady deals which I won't go into too much, but if I see so much as a simple homeowner in real life, then I assume they must have gotten their house unscrupulously by either skimming company profits or fucking an old lonely neighbour so much that they put you into their fucking will. So, it's not hard for my paranoid imagination to find parallels with our real-world super-rich and Ready or Not's Purge Night-esque family of millionaire psychopaths. As well as the comedy and light social satire, it's worth noting that the film really does deliver on its gore quota too. Heads are chopped off, arrows are fired into mouths, and at times people even fucking explode. I know that everybody likes to brag that they spent their wedding night up to their nuts and guts, but in the case of this film, the nuts are our new family, and the guts are our actual guts. I know that doesn't quite work, but also, fuck you, the film is violent, that's my point. There were several moments throughout in which the film actually achieved the holy trinity of audience response from a horror comedy in which you wanted to laugh, scream, and applaud all at the same time. Of course, it's not a perfect movie, but there's so little wrong with it that you'd have to be a fucking bellend to walk out moaning. Ready or Not might not become the cult classic that American Wealth in London or Evil Dead 2 have become, but it sits pretty comfortably alongside the more recent Happy Death Day in terms of horror comedies that are way better than you expected them to be. Is the movie even remotely scary? No. But after nine years of a conservative government in Britain, and with Trump in power in America, I guess I'm just pretty numb to the idea of rich people trying to fucking kill me. I actually decided pretty early on in my life that I never wanted to get married, which is fine because it seems that every other woman on the planet had decided the same thing for me. But this film is further proof for me that it's a bad idea, and that along with Monopoly and Girls in Love, Hide and Seek will have to go on my list of games that can result in fucking murder. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.